What up, my Hanyaks? Welcome to the very first Write-In Wednesday, or as I called it on the last episode, Wild West Wednesday. And that is where I am going to be taking your questions, your comments, and basically audience feedback. So Wednesdays are now your chance for you to be featured on the podcast without having to fully come on for an entire episode, but maybe either provide your answers, comments on questions that I have posed on other episodes throughout the week, or to ask me just anything and everything, kind of an AMA, ask me anything, and uh, get my feedback. So I've got a couple questions we're going to get through today, but that's what we're starting. Let me know. Well, let me know, honestly, what what you think about this. Do you like this? Because I'm always looking to try and get you guys involved more and more, whether that's having people on, which is kind of the the pinnacle of like, yeah, it's great, people. But people, you guys are busy. Everyone can't come on, but maybe you could send in a little question or a thought, and then we could talk about it, right? So Wednesdays are for you guys. Fridays are going to be, here's a shift I'm looking at right now. And I, of course, want your feedback. And... So please take some time, send it in, or I will find you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mondays, Mondays are just going to be me, just doing my thing. You know how it be. Wednesdays are going to be right in Wednesdays, Wild West Wednesdays, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever other alliterations I can come up with. Fridays are going to be, who knows, fantastic Fridays, whatever. It's uh. Right now, though, with the slate of interviews I have, I'm thinking every Friday is going to be um, when, I, when I have a guest on, whether it's a Blessings from Tragedy or just having – I've got some people who just want to come on to be on. And so Fridays are going to be that at least this week, maybe next week. <laughs> we'll see how – if you know, I keep them going. Obviously, when I don't have interviews to post, it'll just be back to me. But Wednesdays are for you guys. So – Also, fun fact, if you aren't following the Instagram, go follow it. I mentioned on Monday's episode about the Grease Monkey oil change place having a ladies' day and how I thought that was weird and that really, that term is just funky and it almost seems kind of creepy for an oil change place and not knocking anybody who's worked there, but I'm just saying the general vibe is a little bit different than like, say, the dance club or uh, like a bar that does like, oh, ladies' night, you know? Like there's a two-step in club back in Oklahoma City that... It's like Thursdays or Wednesdays or ladies night and like you drink free, you get in free, whatever, you drink cheap. I don't know. Basically stuff like that. So yeah, I thought it was weird, but I posted it on Instagram and then I added it to my personal story where you can answer a poll if it's weird or totally fine and we'll see how that goes and then maybe feature it on Friday's episode depending or next Monday's episode. But all right, let's cover some quick news and then we'll jump in to every to everything. I just got a few things I want to cover because uh, they came across my, my, my timeline, if you will. So Substack, you guys don't know what Substack is. It's basically a subscription writing service. So a lot of journalists and writers who like Barry Weiss is the most notable one when she left the New York Times because she was like, this is untenable anymore. And Barry Weiss, who's somewhat of a classic liberal and definitely falls more on the left than the right, but is definitely a freedom minded person and was like, yeah, New York Times has gotten out of control. And so she left, created her own Substack, and now she can earn money directly through her readers. And I'll say this. I don't feel like I'm anything special as a writer by any means. However, this weekly newsletter that my wife and I have started doing 
if you want to check it out, I'll put the link in the description and you can send me your email if you want to be included on the list to get it every week. Uh, documenting our adventures. And, you know, at first when I came out, people said, oh, it's so much fun. You're, you know, oh, wow, you're, you're fun. You're a fun writer. Like you're, you're, you're pretty good at it. And then it's happened a few more times since then. And then, and so it, it's, it's gotten to a point where it's like, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but where I've been told a few times that my writing is good and I don't feel like I'm really, tr- I don't know. I don't feel like I'm really, yeah, I put in a couple hours at work on these things, but I don't feel like it's anything special or amazing. I just have fun with it. Um, and then most recently I had someone tell me, Oh, like you have a gift. And I, I was like, I don't know about that. Um, I mean, in school, I never enjoyed writing and I wasn't ever praised overly like, oh, wow, you you should really look into this or anything like that. But I don't know. I think writing is a, is a good skill to have and to hone and it's a form of thinking, according to Jordan Peterson, which I agree with. And so I never really got into journaling. But once again, I never really got into therapy. I just started a podcast. So I'm thinking, OK, well, instead of getting into journaling, I'll just start start writing opinion pieces and whatnot. Maybe start a sub stack and maybe do it under start by just supplementing the podcast. So a uh, funny story around Substack though, that kind of invoked this conversation with Substack invites new applications, but not from Twitter employees triggered by free speech. So with Elon Musk becoming the shareholder, you had some Twitter employees publicly resign because they're, you know, they're obviously they're left wing ideologues here and they're like, Oh, and you know, Musk is like trying to make it more of a free speech platform and they, of course, don't like that. And Substack, which has been a hate safe haven for those who have been pushed out of organizations because of a, and it will say an almost an anti-free speech, not the other side, don't fit the narrative, get out type situation. They, uh, Substack hilariously was like, <laughs> um, Substack is hiring. If you're a Twitter employee who's considering resigning because you're worried about Elon Musk pushing for less regulated speech, please do not come work here. But for everybody else, we really are hiring. Join a talented, determined, passionate, passionate motley team of all backgrounds and beliefs. We debate respectfully, execute maniacally, and live to serve writers and podcasters. So thought that was hilarious. They were basically like, look, if you guys are mad because he's touting free speech, do not, need not apply. <laughs> Uh, Twitter SJWs need not apply, which is is hilarious. I love that someone just overtly is saying that. Like, look, that's not what we're about. So don't even think like you're something special coming over here. Don't do it. And you don't fit the... I can tell you right now, you don't fit the culture. <laughs> Cracks me up. So the article, if you want to read that full thing, it's a short read, is in there. Obviously, Elon Musk is shaking things up. So that got me thinking... Maybe I should look into Substack. I know it's paid, and so I don't I don't think this is anywhere near big enough or built out enough for me to justify asking you guys for money to see my exclusive content, because what am I? I'm just a freaking Hanyak. So, uh, and, I, and I very much believe in keeping... So long-term, you know, let's say, let's play this out. Say the podcast gets big, it becomes my thing, and, you know, also then, I don't know, maybe start writing and doing you know, going and doing talks and whatnot. So obviously would want it to be a way to make money, but I don't want to necessarily leverage the podcast and make it put up, put up a bunch of paywalls for a bunch of stuff. It would 
more or less be bonus or certain things. And so I don't know. I'm a big proponent of just like this is this is this is for free and I can build out sponsorships or build out ways to make money then through this in other ways than that. But I'm pretty sure you can do a free option on Substack and just like not have it be a subscriber thing. So pose a question to you guys and uh, you have to wait a week to hear to hear this play out because now it's exclusive to Wednesdays that we do audience feedback. Sort of. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, but should I, should I, should we dive into a sub stack for the podcast? Would you, would that be something you're interested in? And then secondarily, who knows, maybe I build it out. Maybe it's a place for you guys to write your thoughts. And, you know, maybe if you're interested in, in writing and I'd be happy to house this and you can write pieces. And, and I think that'd be fun. Maybe build particularly because I believe in intellectual diversity very much. So, so maybe that's a place that we could, we could have that, uh, have that diversity. You know, I of course are write stuff, but then you guys could, you know, you could come on if you wanted to write a piece on something either I've talked about or a topic that has been covered. And, it could be a place that people could go and they could find, you know, differing, we'll just say differing, I don't want to say opposing, but differing opinions where it's on, on certain issues and topics. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Also, maybe if you are someone who just not even talking about like, oh, this is, you know, my opinion on this cultural or political issue or philosophical issue, but like, I just like to write fun short stories or poetry. I would be happy to help facilitate that if you're, if that's something that you're interested in and make the Rambling Viking podcast really a kind of a haven. I guess I'm basically building the Daily Wire, but my version of it, is that, is that what I'm hearing here? Sort of, oh wait, Substack already does that and you can already go do all this, but I'm saying you could do it under the Rambling Viking umbrella. The, uh, under the guise of the Hanyak Horde and we're all talking and chatting away. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know if this is what Substack is for. Maybe I'm too full of myself about this. I don't know. But what do you think? Should I maybe look into starting a sub stack? Would that be something you're interested in? I'm kind of toying with the idea right now. So let me know in the thoughts. All right. Last two orders of business. April 25th. I don't know. I mentioned that is my 300th episode. And that is, I want to do something big. It's a Monday. I want to do something special, whether it's a live stream. I mean, I think a live stream would be cool. Get a few people watching, but I'm trying to figure out, maybe I go back and I do my 300 favorite moments from the, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but maybe I, I do some highlights of some of my favorite moments or episodes or or clips, what have you, or things that I've done, and we just reflect on it, and we, we kind of have a party. The number three is special for me, and I think 300 is, is pretty cool, And or maybe it's themed after the movie 300. Uh, if you have any thoughts or ideas for me uh, for the 300th episode and what that should look like, please send them in, and we can talk about that. So finally, Oklahoma for once. Hold on. Oklahoma for once makes good news. So I've talked about this before, how typically when Oklahoma hits the bigger than state news, so the national circuit, it typically is not always for great reasons. It's usually something like Sweet Brown was a viral moment that we had, and I don't remember what else it was. There was some other stuff that's just like, oh, good, Oklahoma's in the news. What what crazy, you know, Tiger King obviously is a thing. Put Oklahoma a little bit more on the map for some people, and it's like, awesome, I love being known as the crazy cousin for for all the other states that's always doing something wacky. Like, oh, what's Oklahoma got themselves into this time? Well, for once, I, and obviously, if you fall on the different side of the issue, it is not, it, it's, it's not, it's maybe different for you, but I will say that Oklahoma's finally made news, made good news 
in the national circuit. They, the House just passed a, basically a major pro-life bill, or if you listen to Up First, it's a major, what's the term? Um, Anti-abortion, reproductive rights, restricting, um, that's at least how they frame it, but they passed a bill that basically would prohibit abortions from the start of pregnancy and only allows for an abortion to save life of the mother. A person who performs an illegal abortion could spend up to 10 years in prison, face fine of $100,000. The House passed this bill on a 70 to 14 vote, and the Senate approved the bill last year. So now it just goes to Governor Stitt, who said he would pass any, pass any anti-abortion measures that come across his desk. So Oklahoma is taking charge, which I, I do want to say they get overlooked because like when Texas passed this bill, Mississippi and Ohio and they're talking about Florida, like Oklahoma is doing a lot of the same stuff these other states are, but it, do, it doesn't get the note. It doesn't get the notoriety of Texas, Florida, whoever else. So it's kind of a bummer. Sometimes I feel like we get overlooked, but finally, but here we're doing something real big. And I think this is huge for the pro-life movement. Obviously it's not the end game because I agree with live action and they say, you know, they don't just make it illegal. They want to make it unthinkable, which constitutes a cultural shift in how we view abortion, abortion, which a lot of polling data and actually sees that we're, there is a turn towards pro-life in this generation and upcoming generation, which I will, I will humbly sadly admit that a number of years ago, say around 2015, I, I thought abortion was a lost issue. I thought it was at best case scenario. We can restrict it and try and convince people that it's bad, but I thought it was like, it's going to be around forever. And I was sadly and sorely mistaken. So I had given up. I had given up as, as someone who's pro-life. I was like, eh, I mean, it's a losing issue. And also there were, I wasn't super educated on it and didn't feel like I didn't have good answers for all of the tough questions that come out of it. Now I'm much more prepared, feel much more educated and confident in my stance. And, and actually, as I've, you know, dove into all that topic, I've, I've come to, I mean, it is, it is reinforced. I've been reinforced in my deeply pro-life beliefs. So, um, this is, so this is huge. And this is great for Oklahoma taking the charge. Obviously, this is goes in line with the Supreme Court, but they're they're voting on this summer the Mississippi one, which could then lead to an overturnment of Roe v. Wade, which I am for. And before you say no, 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 we can't do that, then abortion won't exist. Take a breath. That's Roe v. Wade. All it does is it makes it it makes it so that it's not up to the states. It makes it that is federally guaranteed and there can be no ban on abortion. But we've seen states, lots of states passing laws like this, which this one goes further than any other one. It says from the point of conception only to save the life of the mother. And, uh, also notice it is only punishing the providers. If you want to call it a provider, the, the doctors or actually the more, they're not, uh, they're more like undertakers in that sense because they're taking a life. But once again, that's a, thing we could talk about sometimes. So I, but, and so that's a very important key. Cause a lot of times you're like, Oh, so women should go to jail if they get an abortion. And generally the pro-life stance is no. And also when you look at these laws that the answer still remains that no, that's not going to happen. It's going to be the doctors who are medical professionals who should know better. So, and I think that's the right way to, to, to approach this. So yeah, good job, Oklahoma. Thank you for making good news for once. And joining the the fight really taking taking the lead because a lot of these were like six weeks heartbeat 10 weeks whatever and this one is like conception so and now i wish they would also go and do what that one democratic 
a rep from Oklahoma did, did when he or proposed and he thought he was a pro-life own and then turns out he had to backtrack it where the from the point of conception the man is financially responsible and that's when child support should start if they're not together per se you know like the man is tied to that child because they are just as much responsible for, for the creation of that child and so I do want to call on the Oklahoma legislators to pass that to take that because you know he he disintroduced it because it turns out um, it, it made a lot, it, it was really good for the pro-life side and the pro-choice people were like, I think you missed this one. So I'm let's, let's pass that Oklahoma. Let's do it. So let's continue to make good news. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. We're 15 minutes in. I know you guys are pissed. You're like, I thought this was about us and it's only you talking. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be better. So that does it for the news. What's going on in life. Let's get to the audience stuff, okay? So we're going to start with, we got live reactions. So this is something that you could also uh, adopt. It's called the live pod reaction. As you listen, just make notes either either in a message or on a notepad and just give your quick thoughts and then and then send it to me and be like, this was my live pod reaction. That's something that Connor's been doing. We featured it a few times already on the podcast. So this is Connor's live reaction from, I think, Fry. oh no. This is from Monday, I think. So, yeah, this is his live reaction for Monday. I talked about how I got, at one point I had the bad habit of if I was going to be more than like five minutes late to class, I didn't go. He simply he simply acknowledged that he was horrible at going to class. So raise your hand if you were bad at going to class in college. And then I guess I made some comment up about podunk towns. Oh, it was talking about Grand Junction. They're not just a podunk town with a gas station and a pizza hut. He felt personally attacked because the town he's from is like that, except they don't have a pizza hut even anymore and shut down a couple of years ago. Look, I'm somebody who comes from an area. My town was more than that, but all the towns around and all the towns we played in sports, they were like that. So that's a place that's near and dear to my heart. It's coming from a place of love. So don't get your panties in a wad. You're welcome. Let's see. And I talked about the town of Rifle, Colorado. And how they got to the name, and I think Connor Connor's assessment is right here. I I couldn't quite figure it out and how that came about. So, but I, I like his theory. He says that we just have to assume it was just a dude with the rifle who chose the name because good luck challenging the dude with the rifle. He's got the rifle. So picture some dude. He's just like, ah, we'll call this place Rifle, and they're like, no, we want to call it Shangri La, and they're like, and he's like, well, ah. Uh, I got the rifle. This town is called Rifle. And they said, sounds good. We love it. We'll go put the sign up. <laughs> um, here we go. Here we go. He said, Colorado peaches sound like a Weird Al version of that Bieber song. I actually don't know what he's referencing there. I, I do, but I can't remember the song. So I could agree. And only time will tell. I That settles it. I'm going to do a quick little short Short clip, fun clip of Georgia versus Colorado peaches. Compare the differences. Do a full, in-depth review. Un- totally unnecessary and weird and out there, but that's why I'm going to do it. He says, shout out to Grand Junction. He will never go there. And then, awkwardly, so we talked about the national championship. KU, they won it. Good for them. It was quite the game. Freaking awesome game, actually. And I, by every me- measure, they were not in line to win, but they did. So... He did not watch the Natty? For him, it didn't start until 8.30. He said, not a chance. I can respect that. I did note that Mountain Time was starting late for us, starting like 7.20, 7.30. And so it was normal time for what I'm used to being in Central Time Zone. 
Still kind of wild though. I get it though. I get it. You got you got you got to go sleep. You got other stuff going on. And <laughs> he 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 thought that Elon's move was wild. He called my wife wild for hitting the cap on the weather app locations, but of course you're welcome. Uh, he confirmed that I was correct when I when I referenced that he hit the cap of five five thousand uh, letters words for Yelp reviews. He says that's at least what it used to be four years ago. That's when he did it. Ladies' Day at an oil change place. Here we go. He says it's kind of odd. I hope they only have female mechanics on Ladies' Day. That that would make sense. Not sure if that would actually hurt sales, but I hope. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So maybe Ladies' Day is just referring to that's when all their females work, which feels a little misogynistic or sexist even because then it's like, okay, all ladies work Tuesday. That's your day to work. I don't know. It, feels, it just feels weird seeing singling them out. I thought we wanted equality. He's pissed I'm now giving away stickers because he had to buy them. Well, I've got news for you, right-hand Hanyak. You've got your stickers coming. And to anyone who wants stickers... Also, I mean, you can go buy them. That would be great. I'm not making money on them. It's like a buck and a half or something like that. But I have put in order of stickers. So for anyone who is a part of the Hanyak Horde and you want a Hanyak Horde or a Hanyak sticker or a Rambly Viking podcast sticker or all three, just message me, message the show, let me know, and uh, get in touch, give me your address, and I'll give them to you. Or if you, we live in the same place, I'll give them to you that way. He thinks a live stream would be hilarious for the 300th episode. So... That is Connor's live pod reaction from Monday, giving me his feedback and his thoughts. Let's jump into Right In Wednesday. What are your questions? So here we go. First question comes from Connor. He says, what's your least favorite exercise to do? You know, that one's a tough one, as I really like most exercises. I really do. I'll tell you in my current workout program, this won't make any sense to anybody. You can look it up though. It's called the Patrick step and it's because I have horrible ankle mobility. And so I, uh, I suck at it. And for the last, up until last week, every single time I was doing it three, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every single one, I was doing something wrong with it. And I finally figured it out. It's only taken me like 10 freaking weeks. And I'm finally seeing progress because I figured out what works for me. So there's that. Um, yeah, Patrick step, but you don't know what that is. So I'll, 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 I'll pick another exercise that's more common. That's not specific to my knees over toes guys exercise. So I'll see if I'll put a video to what the Patrick step is. And I actually do an alternate Patrick step, like a regression to it, because my ankle mobility is so bad. But I'm getting there. Patience and grind. That's what it is. So, honestly, anything that shows off my horrible shoulder mobility. So, look, my mobility has always sucked, but I was always like leg day. Most people say leg day. I love leg day. I've got tree trunk, thunder thighs, whatever you want to call them, legs. And so they're always pretty strong. And so that was always where I excelled. I was always cranking it out. And even though I wasn't benching the most, I was usually up there in squat pretty good, especially for my size going back to high school and whatnot. And so that's always fun, but anything like say overhead squats, front squats, don't like those because it shows off my lack of shoulder mobility. You know, it's where I always thought, you know, oh, my squat form, my hips, my legs are tight. I've come 
to realize that actually my shoulders are by far my least flexible and like putting my arms over my head I really can't do it it's like like straight up you know like next to your ears they, they don't go back that far so I'm doing exercise to try and help that but anything like uh you know when you grab the dumbbell like behind the head tricep um press with the dumbbell can't do it because my arms don't go back far enough and so my, I have to like rock my head forward and then like I'm smoking the back of my head even when I'm doing that and so it's like it's not straight up and down it's more like at an awkward 45 degree angle over my head and it sucks so I really hate that workout any any workout where it's like I'm going up and behind the head and my shoulder mobility pre- uh, prevents me from doing a good job at it because I'm someone who knows I know what the correct form is and know where my body should be my body literally physically can't get there yet and so that's really really frustrating for me so that would be my least favorite exercise to do anything showing off my lack of shoulder mobility such as overhead tricep press with a dumbbell or overhead squats especially those ones suck and because I I'm also not great at squats so it's all around bad but front squats those sort of things um yeah I'm just terrible at them so I'm working through it though all right I would say what's your least favorite exercise to do now, maybe I could just say running because I hate running, just flat out running. I'm, let's do intervals. Let's do something else. But no, I think definitely showing off the shoulder mobility. Anytime that like my mobility impairment really gets highlighted and 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 doesn't like, oh, I can't do this exactly how I want to do it. I'll have to do a modify. But like, I can't do this at all. Really frustrates me. So that's I'll I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. All right. And uh, our other question that we got for this episode today is Rachel, have you ever been woken up by a sneeze? I look, I sneeze hard. Anyone who's ever been around me has knows this. I mean, it's the type where it's like I remember I loved sneezing during tests in school because it's you know dead silent. Everyone's focusing. I get to sneeze, and honestly, I got a little excited because I knew it, it would scare people because it's that loud. And so, chew, and like ultimately, someone would be like, "Oh my gosh!" And then, and then you know, there'd be like four people who'd be like, uh, "Bless you." Even the teacher would be like, "Bless you." Uh, calm. Do you need? Do you need to sit? Do you need it to step outside? <laughs> Are you okay? One time in seventh grade, I even hit my head on the desk. So I tried to like kind of angle away from the desk. So I went 45 degrees, but I didn't go quite far enough. And when I sneezed, my head rocked down. It just smoked the the flat part, but the corner of my desk. And oh, everyone died laughing. It was so funny. Uh, I'm going to go with no, though. I've never been woken up by a sneeze. I imagine with the way I sneeze, though, I, it would, it would scare the living daylights out of me and I probably would be wide awake, not be able to go. So that means I would have to be asleep and then sneeze and then it would wake me up. And then I would be very confused as to where I'm at because I'm probably in the middle of a very intense dream because most of my dreams are intense for whatever reason. So then I'm also very confused. It's like, Whoa, Oh, Oh, that was a dream. I was asleep. This is now real life. Holy crap. I'm wide awake. I need to go change my shorts because I just wet the bed <laughs> probably um, that or I'm, I'm coming up fighting. I don't know, but it, it's uncomfortable. Like, and I'll tell you, and you might say, well, why don't you hold it in a little bit? I hold back my sneeze. It physically hurts. Not like, Ooh, that was a little uncomfortable. Like it hurts my throat. It hurts my nose usually. And it hurts me. And so I just got to let it fly. But uh, she says she was, 
she was, and it was a weird experience. Uh, she was like, she was disoriented and trying to figure out if she was in a dream or not. And I imagine that's how it would be for me. So I also want to open that up to the listeners. Have any of you ever <laughs> been woken up by a sneeze? Uh, I mean, you know, I've heard of people like snoring or sometimes it's fun. Uh, I've seen dogs fart in their sleep and it wakes them up and spooks them. I've never had that happen. I, I, I you know, I do believe I have farted in my sleep, but yeah. For sure, I would, if I ever sneeze in my sleep, it will wake me up. No question about it. Has it ever happened? No. Am I glad? Yes, because I am i don't want to be terrified. I, I'm telling you, it'll be 2.30 in the morning, I'll sneeze, wake myself up, and then I'm going to have to go like read a book or something for an hour, try and fall back asleep. It's going to totally wreck my night because I sneeze hard. If you've ever been around me, you know that. I've had to pause this podcast before because of sneezes. So, Yeah. No, I have not ever sneezed, um, and I really don't, I've been woken up by dreams, noises by the dogs, my wife, and actually, I have a kind of funny phenomenon, I call it sleepy Gus, so it's, I sometimes will wake up enough to be able to respond and reply, but I'm actually still asleep, I'm not fully conscious, and it's so much so that like my wife has had conversations with me or asked me and I've been kind of a butthole and it's because I'm asleep. It's not actually awake me and where she's like, Oh, you do that. And I'm like, ah, yeah, why? No, you can do it. And then she's like, you were such a jerk to me last night. I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, yeah, you don't remember when I woke you up? Cause blah, blah, blah. And asked you to do this. And I'm like, no, I have no, it's like Gandalf in Moria. I have no memory of this place. And so I, I'm always wildly confused, but yeah, there is a sleepy Gus. So say wherever, I don't know, camping or something like that. And I'm just trying to think of a scenario where I, you would be asleep around me and have a conversation with me. And then the next day you'd try and reference it or talk about it or ask me why my response was that way. And I'm not going to know it's because I have an alter ego. That's sleepy me. That is slightly awake and can function, but is not cognitively awake very strange and a little a little freaky sometimes i don't sleepwalk or sleep talk my wife sleep talks and now it's kind of funny a little creepy sometimes and i've i've responded to her before and then she like says nonsense and i just go you're asleep and she goes no and i think one time she goes no i'm not <laughs> it was like, but she definitely was it was pretty funny so all right, yeah, I guess that means we'll have a little bit shorter episode today. So uh, those are all the questions that I had sent in. So like I said, uh, these episodes will be a little longer, a little bit more you-focused, but it's right in Wednesdays, and that is for that is your chance to send in your questions. Get my answer, get my feedback, maybe provide your answer to the question, either with the question or or if you want to wait till I answer it, you could always uh, let me know. But yeah, you can DM the show, email the show, text me personally, uh, any one of those things and you can have your questions featured your feedback as well I mean if you just do a live pod reaction to certain episodes to say Friday's episode today's episode or whatever Monday's at next Monday's episode and you send me your reaction it will be read and I will read your comments on it out loud if you go to Instagram and you want to leave a comment on the post on whether you think it's weird or not about the ladies day I agree with Connor I, I, I would hope that it just means that it's all lady mechanics there and it's ladies day and it's just a whole pro women thing uh, because otherwise it's just weird and i believe it should only that sort of thing should only be reserved for for like bars and nightclubs that's the only place it kind of makes sense because 
yeah, it's it's just I think it's weird to do it in an oil change place. That's just me. So be sure to send in any and all of your thoughts, questions, comments, anything. You will be featured on the podcast if you do so. We're that's when we're taking all the audience feedback, comments, and questions and answering your questions every Wednesday. Be sure to send them in by Tuesday night to be featured on that Wednesday's episode. Otherwise, if you send them in too late, it's not gonna be featured till later. Till the next you'll have to wait a whole week. Man, it's like TV. Back before we had streaming, then we drop whole seasons. What a nightmare. You have to wait. I hate getting caught up with a show and having to wait a week, and it takes eight weeks to watch eight episodes. No. Uh-uh. I'll just not watch it for eight weeks and then go back and watch all eight episodes in a week. And that's how I prefer to do it. So what's your preferred method on even when you are caught up with shows? I usually still don't follow them weekly. Albeit, some of these animes are very enticing, and so I have been doing that. But after I do that, too, I like to go back and kind of watch them through more back-to-back. Not in one sitting, necessarily, but, like, in a week, go back and watch all eight episodes. You know, watch one every day. Because it's fun to see that story be succinct with the storyline. Like, it's all, it flows. Like, you go, instead of having a week between... You get them um, pretty back-to-back, and so that's pretty fun. But that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rambling Viking Podcast. Let me know what you think of my proposed new format of, of, of my potential sub-stack. If you would like to write on it or if you just want me to write more stuff, if you want to be in the newsletter, send me your email. There's so much to do, so I'll leave it at this. At the very least, subscribe, follow the show, share the show, go leave a review, and send me your questions for next Wednesday. So you can be on the podcast and that's, that's how we're going to do it. So, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Well, maybe there, because there's nothing else to say or to do. If you want your Hanyak sticker, your Hanyak horde or a rambling Viking podcast sticker, let me know. I'm literally giving them away right now. Otherwise you're gonna have to go spend a whole dollar and a half or $2 to go get your own. Um, you know, I know just highway robbery. I'm, it's a racket over here. I'm just rolling in the dough. All 12 of you that bought stickers, but that does it for this edition of the Rambling Viking podcast. I'm your head Hanyak signing off. <laughs>